April 15th, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Superstar Shakeup 2019, Monday Night Raw edition. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Mr. Matt Morgan and Raj Geary, talking about all the shaking up, the comings and goings, the rebrandings, the call-ups, the moves that were announced on screen but not actually shown. It is the Superstar Shakeup. Mr. Matt Morgan, how are you doing? Good. It was very, I knew it was going to be AJ Styles at the end of the night. <laughs> It was all that made sense, right? I yeah. mean, if like I was thinking it would be Ali if AJ was banged up, but I don't think I think that crowd would have been disappointed if it was Ali. I would argue they were kind of I don't want to say cold for AJ, but we'll get into it as what they need to do with him. I I wonder if they were expecting Kevin Owens because he's you know being in Montreal and everything. Uh, that would have gotten doing, a gigantic it pop. Tonight it would have, but you're right. going to sacrifice your entire shakedown, whatever the hell you want to call it, WWE roster shakeup, for one night in one town? Yeah. Sorry, Montreal. No, I agree. I agree 100%. I, I, I had tweeted, too, earlier that I, I, I figured it was AJ. Um, even though he, he had been injured, he had a hip, a little minor hip injury, but it looks like it's all good. So They were not as red-hot for him as I expected them to be. And uh, they need to do some re... I don't know what the, if it's rebranding or re-somethinging with AJ on this particular brand. Well, I mean, look at it since uh, his feud with Nakamura. AJ's been on this downward trajectory, right? They have, but like even tonight, they, he was the smallest guy in that match. Like that yeah. stood out to me, and it usually doesn't stand out to me because his work is so damn good that after a while, you don't really look at that. But I just didn't think – it's hard to say because those are the three top heels at the moment, right, as how yeah. they're pushing them. So they're tall as crap, so no matter what way you slice it, he screwed in that department. But the fact that he tagged him with two of the most over baby faces who were also pretty tall, you know, I just thought it made him look, I don't know. Yeah. So Raw opens tonight. Stephanie McMahon, Shane McMahon coming out. Shane being introduced as best in the world. And uh, they're introducing the superstar shakeup. And then, boom, we see a recap of what Shane did to the Miz's dad at WrestleMania and a fast lane. And uh, the Miz comes out of nowhere. Every superstar shakeup, the Miz switches brands. The Miz is coming to Raw now. Uh, Matt, do you think Shane comes with him over here? How would that work with Stephanie? I mean, the McMahons are on both brands, but Shane doesn't really appear on Raw, right? I mean, tonight was like the first time in a while. Yeah. So, like, how could Shane come? I mean, I think that'd be. I think that is a healthy. I don't know. Like like a, something different for Raw, it gives it a different feel. Um, those two, if they continue the feud, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean that's what they said last December, right? Like the McMahons are on on both shows. Um, even though, yeah, you're right. Shane ha still had been even after they did that, he'd still kind of been a SmackDown guy. But um, yeah, I mean he has that that ability to go between shows. So I, I think it, I think it continues. It seemed clear tonight that uh, they weren't done with it. I mean, SmackDown tonight was blown up, right? The Usos have been on SmackDown since the brand split. AJ's been on SmackDown since the brand split. I think this sort of signaled they're going to start rebuilding SmackDown now in preparation for Fox this fall. They're expecting big things for, for, for SmackDown on Fox. The way Hunter talked about it on, I think it was FS1 I saw him on, on Fox Sports or whatever the hell it yeah. was. And uh, they were really doing it up. Uh, really, you know, I know it's a station, the same network, but still, they were he was really pumping it up to be the next big deal for the company. So, I mean, they're yeah, I mean, right now they're at a, hovering around two million viewers a week. They're, the number last week the, for the post WrestleMania SmackDown was actually 
not even the highest rated SmackDown of the year. It was like the fourth highest. So yeah. they need to like put some put some effort. They don't want to keep having SmackDown go down and then have to all of a sudden rebuild it all at once. You want to maintain enough audience. So when you when you move, uh, you can do something big. When you know that's going to be the SmackDown, I believe the the twenty year anniversary. So you can do a big show, but by that time, hopefully, you haven't lost you know more viewers. You don't think that they go with something completely brand new uh, when it when it switches to Fox? You don't think they have a complete different feel, maybe even a different color for the show? It's maybe it's not the blue brand anymore. Maybe it's I don't know. I mean, I, I do think they got to you know change the format a little. You know, maybe new graphics. You know, all that. Raw I, two I do that think matter. that they should. Raw two yeah. for that matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do feel like it's it's kind of stale, and and it's kind of got that B brand, you know, that B B show, oh. you know, feel yeah. just with uh, the years and years of Raw being priority. So I, you know, I do think that would be a uh, something that would help it out. Yeah, well, they got five months right to get it on track and get it up and running for its uh, Fox debut this fall. Um, Miz, after the Miz, uh, Miz was yeah. busted open pretty good here. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah leading, uh, the juice. Well, interesting, he's moving to <laughs> Raw where his show has been following SmackDown Miz and Misses on Tuesday nights. That's gonna be, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, kind of different. Hope uh, USA Network's not too worked about that. I don't think uh, they really care about that. Wait, was it on right now? Uh, is it? I feel like they're always showing no modern family's on right now. Oh, okay, yeah, yes. Uh, which yeah, weird. to your point, Glenn, every year Miz has uh, gone back and forth. He switched every year with the superstar shakeup. Yeah. Uh, then we got Ricochet and Aleister Black. Oh, my God. Confirmed <laughs> for Monday Night Raw, teaming with Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Why did they think this was a good idea to open the show with the first match being an eight-man tag match? Ricochet and Aleister Black, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus The Revival and the new call-up from NXT, ladies and gentlemen, the Viking experience. What the <laughs> oh my god i mean you t- this was one of the worst name changes i have i've seen in a long time it's 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 the worst name i mean this is really that bad what are their names now uh ego igor or ivan and ivar and eric ivar and eric so Maybe? i don't know now the show vikings is an amazingly written show i love that show. <laughs> okay i did it but this is terrible it just doesn't work. It's just like the stupid vignettes with the the saw. Look, we're supposed to be scared because of the, the saw gimmick they keep putting on these previews. Of the- oh, it's Bray. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's so. I'm surprised to say what I'm about to say, but like it felt low rent and low budget. Those those uh, uh, vignettes that th- those did not look good. Yeah, yeah. With, with the Viking experience, I just felt like it. It just felt like something from 1995, like when they had all those, like the goon and, you know, all those yes. like really bad gimmicks, Duke the Dumpster. Um, it's not subtle at all. It just. But these I mean, are characters, Raj. You want characters. Everyone wants characters. We're giving you characters. Why don't you like them? But give, <laughs> give them a name. I mean, call them the Norsemen. Call them something that's at least not. Yeah, if you don't want war in the title, I'm sure it's not that hard to come up with something else. No, just call call the Raiders. Call them by real names. Like, why can't the guy still be, you know, Mike Johnson? Not Mike. I don't know. Mike. Some Bert. Whatever the freak their names are. It could just be a normal name. Is my point. Why does it have to be a a throwback to like centuries or whatever it is, hundreds of years ago when Vikings were around or whatever the hell that was? Do you know what I mean? I can think of stupid. 
Matt, you, you're uh, you've been in Florida a long time. All I kept thinking of, uh, remember at Epcot Maelstrom before they turned it into Frozen, like the Norway ride with all the Vikings. That's what I kept thinking of. No, because only old people go to Epcot. <laughs> Dude, Epcot's so, where it's at. Food and wine, baby. Uh, <laughs> people were saying it sounded like a porno. <laughs> yeah, the Viking experience is uh, <laughs> terrible. The Viking experience is, uh, I mean, it's it's really bad. In fact, it's so bad that you it's can forgive. Bad most of Monday Night Raw tonight because the Viking experience set the bar uh, in terms of a creative low. Yeah, it was and they're the NXT tag champs, which was kind of buried. They didn't have the belts. It was mentioned. They were not referred to as the War Raiders, um, but no. they said, you know, oh, the Viking experience, it's the NXT tag champions. Um, I'm telling you, they don't want to mention war on the show. That's got to be it. Raw's war. That was. That's well, not. It's not Raw's war anymore. Now that they're PG and soft, and you know they have those weird <laughs> rules. <laughs> when know? did war become a bad word? It's, I bet you that's what it is. That is so stupid. It's not even that great of a word anyway. But it's right. like somebody did getting away with something by using the word word war. Ooh, right. <laughs> no, but I bet you it is. They probably think it. it you know compels violent imagery or something i don't oh, know Jesus you know God. you know how they are now yeah but it's not like terrorism i mean I like, you, you can't, can't call the curb stomp the curb stomp you know you know they do weird things like that but like, war uh, war seems like they very... can't call, hang on they can't call the curb stop curb stomp no so they, they, that's why they just call it the stomp and, and <laughs> he wasn't allowed to do it for a long time <laughs> the stomp st sounds like a terrible 60s dance that's been forgotten <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just awful stuff uh it's Trending on Twitter, the biking experience, because everyone's talking about how bad it is. Poor guys, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I see, I don't see this. I see them going the way of, you know, sanity and heavy machine. We said this these crappy names. We, listen to me. We said this a thousand months ago about these two poor guys being brought up and how they would be ruined. Not because of any of their own doing. Right. Not because of their own talent it isn't, or lack of. It's, not, it's none of that. It's, it's, it's WWE. Is this penchant for screwing up pretty basic acts that NXT has already done a great job establishing and getting over, and then they fart on it when they get up to WWE a lot of the time. So if you're a gimmick in NXT, you're screwed when you get yeah. up to the roster. Yeah, see no way, Jose. Um, yeah. yeah. No, and this was the first match of the show. This was the first big surprise tonight. Besides um, the blow-up, what was the other surprise? I don't know. I Is mean... That? No, I'm asking. Did they say that those first two guys were uh, officially on Monday Night Raw only? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they are still the NXT Tag Team Champions, so that means that they're probably losing those pretty soon. But that's... <sighs> I meant Rick like... and his partner. Oh, Rick Shane. Yeah, they did say that. Uh, yeah, they're on Raw. They okay. said they're on Raw. Good for them. Although, man... I, like... Like I do not like that for them. I agree. I wanted them to split up. Yeah. They're a cool tag team, but I just think their personalities. You got two cool characters. They're better off as singles. You have potential perennial eventual main event talents. Yeah. That's yeah. So the Revival and the Viking Experience won the match tonight. Viking Experience got the double team leg drop on Ryder for the pin and the win. Oh, good Lord. They look good. I mean, think about like the Usos versus... I'm going to still call them War Raiders. I feel stupid saying Viking experience. Really good matchup. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but that'll be that'll be awesome. Uh, Usos against Ricochet and Black. Uh, you know, 
they, I mean, it opens the door up for a lot of cool stuff that they could do. I'm guessing the revival will probably go to SmackDown tomorrow. Uh, who knows? Maybe uh, Rude and Gable too. But it, it opens the door up for some interesting matchups. Yeah. And then we had Finn Balor against a surprise opponent that turned out to be Andrade with Zelina Vega coming over from SmackDown Live to Raw. And uh, yeah, it was funny. I first thought of this and I was like, oh man, well, he's going to go from matches with Ray to matches with No Way Jose and the Lucha House Party because let's face it, that's a yes. WWE creative is. It thank is God they moved Raw. Yeah, thank God they moved Ray over as well. This is what happens when they when when wrestling 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 talent gets brought over to Raw, is they don't know what to do. Like this is not a good fit for him. He was better off on SmackDown on a more of a wrestling branded show, in my opinion. I agree. But, you know, I mean, and they weren't using him that great on SmackDown, so I could only no. imagine on Raw, uh, you know, how how he ends up being used. Pumpkinhead pumpkin Halloween. I'm gonna say I'm gonna call That's right our now. New standard bear. Yeah, the Hall- Halloween That's nightmare on Halme- Elm Street Street Fight or whatever they going call it. Forward, listen, going forward, when we think somebody the WWE creative is gonna screw somebody up because you know the the future with whatever brand that is or the call from NXT, we're gonna start calling it hashtag pumpkin headed. <laughs> They're gonna be pumpkin headed in the Halloween. All right, pumpkin headed. I'm gonna call this right now before SummerSlam. Andrade and Ray are gonna team together against the Lucha House Party on Monday Night Raw. Oh God. Oh, shit. They'll, they'll be getting some. They'll be getting a lot on them. If that happens. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to happen. Mark <laughs> my words. That is going to happen between now and SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, uh, one one thing. If they let Zelina Vega be Zelina Vega, and they kind of stop doing that on SmackDown, yeah. uh, then yeah. it might work. You know, because work. she is great on the mic. You know, and doing the uh, the Hurricane Rana and stuff. So, and she can cool. get away. I think she can get away with the stupid silly skits backstage. I think she, if he has to be put in those predicaments, which I can see coming, unfortunately, because I said pumpkin headed. I, mean. um, <laughs> I can see her saving it. Yeah. Same here. Because right? then he doesn't get any on him, per se. All right. It's her doing it. And she's good enough on the mic to get her heat back, at, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was great tonight. Um, I loved her. in the match when she did that uh, awesome. her Karana on Finn outside the ring. And um, yeah, I think Andrade getting a non-title win tonight over Finn was a good debut. Okay. He's got to get some steam back, man, because uh, even that feud with uh, Ray on SmackDown, he fell by the wayside pretty quick when they decided Ray was facing Joe mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Yep. Right. I wouldn't blame him for that. That just seemed like they just had a brain fart and all of a sudden one week they didn't know what to do with him anymore. It's, it's no, battle royal. it's not his fault. I think Andrade has been great his entire time. I mean, in NXT, they stumbled originally, then they bared him with Zelina. He, he then got into the title picture, then won the title. Um, but yeah, on SmackDown, I think he's always been doing a very good job. Um, it's interesting tonight. So they kept all the married couples together thus That's far good. in these moves. Um, I wonder if Charlotte is going to move over to Raw with Andrade. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, is she ready to no, they're just dating, they're but dating. Uh, they've been social media official for a while now. So uh, Yeah, they came out publicly that they're dating over WrestleMania weekend, but it's been known for a while. Yeah. But um, I, I think if she would have came to Raw, she would have been on tonight. Like, tomorrow is pretty much people going to SmackDown. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how they recover from that. Uh, had Elias in the ring tonight. 
talking about WrestleMania against the Doctor of Economics, talking about against the Undertaker last week in his segment, and tonight uh, the clue he gave someone that's uh, never going to show their face if they interrupt him, and then it was Rey Mysterio who came out to a big pop. They had their interaction and uh, confirming that Ray was coming to Monday Night Raw, and then Lars Sullivan came out and took care of Ray. How are you feeling about Lars, man? Um, good so far. Good with what he's, he's been given, right? Yeah. Yeah, between the I, angle. Again, I think when you have Ray on his first night back on Raw, maybe don't squash him, squash somebody else. But, yeah. yeah. Ultimately, it doesn't really matter. I was thinking about that today. Have you guys had this thought yet? So look at Rey Mysterio now, where he's at in his career and how he's moving. I had that weird thought about watching Ricochet tonight, where it was just like, man, Ricochet is such a stud and so smooth. And then there was that thought of like, oh, this guy's going to age and we're going to have that same sort of experience, right? I mean, how old can you can you sort of keep that up, that fluid motion before it just takes your soul on your body and then you're not quite moving in 100%? How many years has it been like since he got hot, like hot on Nitro? To over 20? I mean, oh, that's was, pretty yeah. impressive for a freaking luchador at his rate of speed that he was going at. And not just that. Remember, Ray is coming back from injury. He was injured just a couple yeah. weeks ago. He looked great with his matches with Andrade and SmackDown that were just like, uh, you know, a month and a half ago. When he had a surgery a couple of years ago, right? He had some uh, yeah, work but on his knees. But he looked great at All In last year. I mean, he's been he's been looking good. Uh, just uh, tonight, he did see Moth. Yeah. Um, so with Lars, I'm looking forward to when they do something with him and get him in a feud. I think that'll be... Uh... Still, no, He still needs this formula. Yeah. It still needs to continue. Yeah, do this for months like they did with Braun. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then have want... handicap matches with you know local enhancement yeah. talent. You know, do do that double, same. Those motherfuckers double body slam them, double suplex <laughs> them, double yeah. choke slam everything. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's playbook. the key. Yeah, I understand good doing with Kurt Angle because he was on his way out. But yeah, it's like with Ray, it's like don't have Lars squash everyone you want us to root for and take seriously uh, in matches. That's what enhancement talent is for. Um, I want to take a moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is SeatGeek. Getting tickets online can be far too complicated. With hundreds of sites and varying levels of reliability, it is hard to know who to trust. That's why SeatGeek is the way to go. SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets into one place, so you can easily find the seat you want for the price you're willing to pay. It's a ticket company where the customer comes first with over 50,000 five-stars review reviews in the App Store, and they're focused on making your experience as easy as possible for a great value. I just got back from New York. I got back this morning. We spent five days in Manhattan, staying in Times Square, and we did something we'd never done before, which is we went to New York. We said, we're going to go to a lot of Broadway shows, but we're not going to buy any tickets in advance. We're not going to make any plans. And we used SeatGeek the entire trip. And let me tell you, it was incredible. We saw Beetlejuice on Broadway, Tootsie, Pretty Woman, Be More Chill, The Prom, and What the Constitution Means to Me. SeatGeek got us amazing seats. Uh, we were able to decide if we wanted to do something a couple days in advance while we were there, if we wanted to do something spur of the minute, spur of the moment. Um, SeatGeek was great for just showing us what was available. We were able to plan our trip, do it all from our phones and get right in. It was fantastic. What SeatGeek does is they pull in millions of tickets from all over the web. They rate each deal on a scale one to 10, display them on an interactive seat map. So it's simple to find what you're looking for. Green dots are good deals and red dots are overpriced. We use that, we lived by that on this trip and we got some amazing deals to these shows. It was so, so good. I've got the app on my phone. Roger's got it as well. He's used it before for Broncos tickets, Lady Gaga, Bon Jovi, and more. I've used it to see many concerts in the Bay Area, professional wrestling, evolution, and lots of 
of other events. It's so easy to shop for tickets there. And best of all, our listeners are going to get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. All you have to do is download the SeatGeek app. And when you check out, enter the promo code INC for $10 off your first purchase. You can use that for concert tickets, sports, comedy, wrestling, the theater, or whatever you want. SeatGeek makes it very, very easy. And every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets with confidence. So great to have SeatGeek as a sponsor of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Uh, we thank them not only for that, but thank you, SeatGeek, for making my vacation to New York absolutely magical. Use that promo code INC, save $10 off, and we thank SeatGeek for their continued support of Wrestling Inc. Uh, tonight, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode out there in matching robes. Who are they going to face? The Usos. First time on Raw since they were rocking the face paint. It's yeah. been a while. Um, do you feel I'm, like they tipped their hand, Matt, with them losing to the Hardys last week on SmackDown? What do you mean? Well, losing the titles, the Usos. That they're coming to Raw, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I think everybody was hoping for this. I think that was a okay tipping of the hand, if so. Yeah, you know what I mean? Didn't we mention that on the podcast last week after SmackDown that we could see the Usos? I thought I thought we said it a lot, even way before that. I thought we called this, yeah, because um, it makes sense. It made sense to restore what we're hoping is restoring of the tag division. We can get our hopes up every single year, <sighs> you know. And so we said the same thing when they got shipped over to SmackDown. If you guys remember, like, okay, this is cool. They can you know re restore this uh, the tag division over there in SmackDown. I remember it like yesterday. We said it then too. Yeah. Um, they're that good. Yeah. There's a little production glitch on this match. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but when Rude and Gable were out, it said the Usos on the, uh, <laughs> you know, the little oh, no. thing. But uh, it happens. But um, yeah, I mean, a huge addition to the Raw Tag Team Division. We've been talking forever about how much the Raw Tag Team Division just sucks. Um, like anytime it starts to get some steam, they do something to bury it. I think now with the Usos there that, uh, you know, it'll be taken care of more. Yeah. And uh, I think this is a chance to really rebuild the raw tag division, hopefully the right way for a change, man, the Usos versus the Viking experience. Can't wait for that feud. <laughs> Those matches will be awesome though. Those that matches name. should be awesome. Actually. The name. <laughs> I know. So hard, so hard to take seriously. Maybe they'll change it. I mean, maybe they see the reaction and change it in the ne next week or two. Uh, well, hang on. Like right now where it stands, the tag teams that they have are pretty damn good. Even oh, though yeah. WWE is doing everything in its power to screw up the entire tag team <laughs> right. division and the sport of tag team wrestling in general, right? The gimmick of it. Um, but I'll digress. Like the think about the teams they have right now. Right now, as it stands on Raw, like name them really quick. The top ones, really, if you could. Usos. Who else? Ricochet and Alistair Black. You go Revival. Yeah, oh, yeah. A, a Rude and Gable. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the the former tech uh, uh, writer and what do you call it? Writer and Hawkins, Hawkins. They're the champs. champs. The now the Usos. I mean, that's pretty damn good right there. Yeah. The Ascension, I think. Ascension I think. or the Ascension? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then you got the Ascension, the B team, those guys. That, but no. yeah. No, they need to lose every match that these people would wrestle them in. That's how they build. Like, like Rude and Gable should be beating those teams pretty handily and get a feature like every third week, right? Gable's got to drop that robe. It just looks so stupid. Oh, yeah, they they should split them up with that the brand extension tomorrow. Like, have one of those guys go to SmackDown. Yeah. They're both very capable. Yeah, especially Rude. Yeah, mm -hmm. the Usos won this match with a big double super superfly splash on Gable for the pin and the win. It's Afterwards, pretty, the, pretty. Oh, 
This was so good. So yeah. good. Um, that's why I worry about the SmackDown tag division without them, uh, because they've just, they've held that down the entire time. Um, okay. So after that, we got a moment of bliss with Sami Zayn. How are you feeling about Sami's new gimmick, man? I think he's pretty damn good at what he does. He was able to take the you know, hometown crowd, you know, ha- hold them in the palm of his hand. You know, he was going to turn like, flip right. it, but the way he did it was really <laughs> cool to watch. He gets it. He's always gotten it. Um, and he, he's just, I love watching him. He is a good ass heel is what he is. He gets it. His over-the-top dancing when the crowd is singing along. <laughs> we started his theme three times tonight. <laughs> he was – I thought he was great. Uh, so he did create his own promo last week. Um, oh, wow. So Sammy, he recently resigned with WWE three more years. Um, and, yeah, he, he, he that whole promo, that was all him. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, which, which was probably why it was so good because it's – you know, you could tell. Like we were saying it last week, it felt really real. It felt uh, – felt authentic and that's why this is what happens when you let guys take control of their characters and their promos it, it comes across as authentic and it it sticks and i thought yeah. again tonight i thought sammy nailed it out of the park i'd be surprised to hear if he was scripted this week as well i'm yeah. very surprised by that Same here. i couldn't believe it. led the crowd in an olay chant like he's <laughs> never done that before yeah it's yeah, so, always spontaneously happened he milked that for all it was worth tonight absolutely uh, yeah, it was, the whole segment, was, the crowd was on fire. Sammy was, you know, when he did turn, even though it was predictable, it was still great. They chanted, no, 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 hey, hey, goodbye, you up. And it's all yeah. now. You guys were right. bonkers apeshit for him earlier. Right. Hey, that was really impressive. Yeah. Well, have you guys seen um, the footage online from, with like, the, the dark segments or the house shows in Montreal in the past? Like, they've sent Sammy Zayn out there and let him, like, give heartfelt speeches and just yeah. talk to the crowd at the live events. So, right. I mean... He's their guy. So this was a pretty incredible tonight to watch uh, him turn on them. And uh, did they say he was staying with Raw or will no. we know tomorrow? So we'll know tomorrow. It's one, one thing. This show was all over the place. You couldn't tell like who's who's staying on, who's on Raw, like for a lot of the segments, you know. So. I, I, I tell you this right now. It's one thing, Glenn, for for yeah. for, for, uh, for Sammy to turn on them. That's easy. The hardest part and what he got over tonight was he got them to right. turn on him. That was pretty. I'm telling you guys, that's a yeah. lot harder than you think it is. Yeah, especially when they have really smart marks. I like the cheer heels nowadays, right? Like he yeah. still got over being cool. Like okay, you could cheer, and you saw what he did. That was a really cool spectrum of A to Z, and where he brought us to get them to turn. That was really impressive. I wonder if tomorrow night we're going to get a match with heel Sami Zayn and babyface Kevin Owens in Montreal. Oh, you got to give it to him. Yeah, they they did that uh, after SmackDown last week as a dark I, match, but it was like yeah, that's ten seconds. I, really? Yeah. What is it? Owen, Owens giving him the stunner and winning huh. that quickly? Yeah. Huh. Well, tomorrow night that could be a big match on SmackDown. We will see. Yeah. Um, after this, we got footage of the Iconics backstage getting into it with Bailey. Now, do we want to talk about what's going on with Sasha Banks, Rush? You want to do it now or wait till after? I mean, I feel like it's fitting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they kind of mentioned it on commentary about Sasha not being happy. So, apparently, um, she's not happy with the company. And and uh, it was in the Observer that one source said that she wanted to quit um, after finding out the decision to, you know, have to take the tag titles off of them. Um, a lot of people giving Sasha crap. I I see Sasha's point of view. Like Who's giving her crap? 
A lot of fans. Oh, I mean, are if you really? if you just go on Twitter and search Sasha, it's people are just burying her, like just I thinking mean, like she's refusing to do the job. And I don't think that's it at all. That's not it at all. She sees she sees Becky and Charlotte in the main event of Wrestle Friggin Mania, and I would argue she was second in line ahead of Becky, not not Becky. I mean, after Charlotte, rather coming up out of NXT and being part of Women's Revol- uh, Revolution, right? But Becky caught fire. There ain't nothing you can do about that, Sasha. But Still, you still take care of your top talent. She is a top talent. She is not treated like it. Yeah, and I think, you know, she's been booked like crap for years. You know, we had that counseling stuff last year. I was saying, could you imagine if after Becky turned on, you know, Becky attacked Charlotte at SummerSlam after their match, if then the angle was that they had to go to counseling together and then... Don't get you loud, they might do it. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. But seriously. (laughs) But seriously, like, they've just been booked like crap for years. Anytime she starts to get over, they'd have her win the title for like a week and then drop it. Dude, um, all and- listen, epitome of getting over, okay? Go back to her WrestleMania match. Was it two years ago? Her first Mania? Was it? Uh, Dallas, yeah. That was okay. uh, 32. Which new blocked right? her out, right? Right. Go back to that and tell me that girl is not over. And she I'll shut my mouth. That's my yeah. point. She did the damn job. She got over. End of story. It's WWE's job to continue to give her progressive stuff to keep it moving forward. Yeah. That's on them, not her. She only do so much. Yeah, she and then she ran around to what they give her. Right. And then they finally get the tag team titles. You never get a chance to really do anything with it. I mean, it's it, no, it, they didn't have a hot feud, nothing. That could have been something, and they screwed it up, dude. They could have that could have been something, Raj, to hold her over in that Ricky Steamboat, like intercontinental level type of talent, you know, like department, that box that you put the talent in in semi-main event matches, right? Right. That's a super duper good. You got them over here ready. So guess what? When you need another main event talent, we got her ready to go. And she's working toward the top. So people would buy it when she gets slotted into the main event here and there. They In the female division, I mean, they screwed yeah. that up. Yeah. And with the women's tag title already feels kind of like nothing. <laughs> You know, by it, it does. I was happy that okay, I was happy the iconic ones because they're, they're youth, they're, they're newer. I'm all about you know the, the youth movement, but by the same token, I'm sorry, isn't Sasha so part of that youth movement somewhat? Like, and, come on, don't and youth. not just that. If you, you know, I'm all for the if you want to do it, you know, give it to the iconics, that's fine, but why not have a long feud, have a real feud with them, you know, have them uh mm-hmm. feuding for months, and then finally the iconics win it, it's a big deal, and yeah. you know, it, it, you've made the titles, and then the title change means something, yeah. Anyway, so Sasha right now she's she she skipped out on the Wendy Williams show. Is it Wendy Williams? Is that yeah. right? Um, she canceled that appearance last week. Said it was a family emergency, but apparently she was on vacation. She's been on vacation, and uh, it's not known uh, wow. what's uh, what's next. So yeah, tonight she wasn't on Raw. Be careful about that. What do you mean? We we know for a fact she's like on an island somewhere. She's yeah, vac- yeah, she's been vacation. posting photos and stuff. Her Callisto, her her husband Callisto and his wife. Who's her husband? Uh, what's his name? Mika- he's a costumer, right? Yeah, he's a costume designer for WWE. Um, God, what's his name? Um, I'm forgetting his real name. A wrestler? No, uh, no, but he's backstage at Aldi. He works for WWE. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Um, damn. So she's supposed to. Okay, <laughs> she's on vacation with Callisto. That's just. Funny. <laughs> yeah. well, they're, like- they're close. What's that? What's that line? Uh, Eddie Murphy Raw. Like I was in a disco with Danny Terrio. Don't ask why. I just was. It's just like, I'm on vacation <laughs> with Callisto. Like, yeah. Mikazi. But uh, what's his? What, what's Mikazi's real name? Someone in the chat. Oh, me out. But anyway. 
Yeah, so he, he it, was like a wrestler for a little bit, but then, oh, well, see, then I care. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, he used uh, to be a wrestler, and uh, so the iconics were giving Bailey a hard time backstage. And Bailey said she's going to get a partner for tonight to face them in a match. And she got Naomi, who's coming over to Raw from SmackDown. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Naomi's badass. Yeah. And she needed, some, she needed a change of scenery. She's, I love she's that. kind of been forgotten on SmackDown. Yes. But she's, she's really good. And Graves talking about the Sasha, Sasha situation on commentary. I mean, this could actually be a good storyline where Bailey has to get a replacement partner until Sasha makes a return. They could probably do something with this. And if they break them up, this actually gives kind of a good real life edge to it, right? I mean, I don't know what else Sasha was supposed to do because she already proved herself as an upper echelon, you know, women's talent. She's already proven it. I don't get what the hell they keep putting her in neutral. I don't get it whatsoever. Yeah, and you could tell she's someone that, that's not there just to collect a paycheck. She no, wants she to make a difference. In this stuff. Are you not, yeah, right. you, everybody could see that, I think. That's why I'm surprised the fans are giving a hard time about this. She's different. She's not some girl who's coming here to use this to be on Playboy or be in a fitness magazine. If it's, you know, Write out her three-year contract and then go be in a bunch of reality shows and shit like that. That's not what she's here to do. She's here yeah. because she is a talent talent. Yeah. And she was seeing that hard work paying off in NXT. And then, you know, she comes to the main roster and just keeps keeps being put down you know I mean, her dude, bailey both we've talked about bailey's crappy booking over the years every time you over. see them every time you see them raj especially her you could see her f- literally living her dream out you could see her, her, her girl her dream being lived out every time she comes out you can see it on her face that's not yeah. bs that's not an act that's real yeah that's why everybody likes her and loves her i don't get i don't know right it's weird too because with ronda taking time off um you would need yes yes yeah now sasha's time right Now's the time where there's going to be more spotlight. Would be such a great heel against Becky. Oh, wouldn't she ever? Yeah. She hasn't been a heel yet. She's such a a natural heel. heel. She's such a great heel. And I know Sasha versus Bailey at NXT TakeOver gets the hype. Go back, watch the TakeOver before that with Sasha versus Becky. That match is up there. Depending on the day of the week, I might even say it's a little bit better. Yeah, you do a good build. And I feel like they need something for Becky. I I feel like she's cooled a lot. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it tonight. Lacey, I thought, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to see Cool that. finisher. Cool finisher. Right. Finisher was great, but that rest of that match, man. I mean, Matt, haven't you said it before that it's like it's hard to have a bad match with with Natalia? And I think, yes. and I feel like Lacey was on the precipice of that, uh, but it didn't go on too long. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I we'll get to it. I, I think they did a video with that Cedric Alexander. Oh, yeah. Leave so, it to a five live. Yeah, leaving 205 Live. I don't know about that one. I feel like he seems like he'd be a better fit on SmackDown, you know, being smaller and everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, Raw's the land of the Giants. It's only a matter of time before he's getting destroyed by Lars Sullivan and all these guys. So, Pumpkinhead Halloween edition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Naomi so, uh, uh, got the split leg moonsault on Billy Kay for the non title win tonight. So, Naomi and Bailey won that. Mm-hmm. Uh, EC3 came out, got an entrance in everything on Monday Night Raw, and then got his ass handed to him by Ross Rumble. As soon as I heard Strowman's music, I was like, God dang. Again? <laughs> yeah, because when EC Theory came out with his entrance and everything, it's like, okay, finally kind of they're afraid. doing something. Yeah, same here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they've just been waiting. Finally, they're going to use him. And then uh, Strowman's music hit, and he just squashed the guy. Nothing for yeah. nothing. There was times during that it looked like Braun. Now, they're good friends, so I don't, I don't think uh, EC was like like resisting you know, certain points of that match. But sometimes Braun's shoot looked like he was throwing up. Right. 
when he was rolling around on stage, like at the end there, it kind of looked like he pushed him against his will. But I know they're boys and really close now and stuff like that. So I don't think that was the case. But what the hell? What are they doing with this kid? Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, he's got some heat somewhere. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. They're really dogging him out. He just needs to ride this through and do whatever he needs to do politically backstage. You know what I mean? To show that whoever is making him do this and walk through this and eat these shit sandwiches, excuse my language, um, like they serve you when you come back to the company sometimes. You've got to be willing to do that. And I'm hoping that's all this is. I hope they can't be that stupidly arrogant to not see he's not a huge, huge headline potential talent. Do you think, it, do you think yeah. it's because like Impact created that gimmick and so they don't want to do They want to, they're like purposely kind of sabotaging him a little. It sounds silly, but they, they've been known to do silly stuff like that before. I honestly don't think Impact's anywhere near the WWE or any, like within zillions of miles of WWE currently. So I don't, I don't like to see them sell for them like that because that technically is WWE selling over Impact for something, which they should never do. Yeah. The but it w- is weird though. I mean, look at look at Mike and Maria. What happened with them? Look at what's happened with EC3. There's a weird trajectory for some of this impact talent. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and uh, so EC3, little little interesting tidbit here. EC3 and Braun Strowman are both uh, groomsmen in Drake Maverick's upcoming wedding. So that's going to be a hell of a photo. Ah, uh, so Becky Lynch came out after that. Becky Two Belts came mm. to the ring. Um, yeah, for a match with Ruby Riot. And what was interesting about that is they had their match. The match did not get interrupted. Becky got a clean win with the disarmor on Ruby, even with uh, the Riot Squad trying to interfere. And uh, then after, there was a promo with Becky and Natalia. Natalia saying she wanted a shot at that title. Lacey Evans came out and interrupted. And they said, we're going to settle this now, Lacey versus Natalia, to decide who is going to be the number one contender for the Raw women's title. Lacey Evans confirming that she is going to Raw. And um, I don't think there's much to talk about with the Becky Ruby match, but let's talk about Lacey and Natalia. So, yeah, Matt, what did you think of this? What did you think of this? Real quick, I did not like uh, Becky interrupting Braun's finish. What, uh, what that entire segment of him jabroning EC3 out like that is to build to that outshot of him standing on stage, rawr, flexing and going bananas and having Roy Rage Central, right? And going, blah, and going bananas, right? Monster. Um, that's supposed to be the out to a commercial. Yes. Right? That's supposed to be the last thing you see. There's a reason and method for it because it works. It gets big guys over. I've done it a thousand and nine times. And then, Oh, we're going to trick everybody. We're going to have Becky Lynch's music in. She's going to come out. It completely stepped on Braun's monster moment. Yeah, they they've, been, they've been doing this for like the last six months where the person will still be in the ring when their segment's done and then someone else's music hit and it's, it, not, it's not related. They're just like transitioning to the next segment. Yeah, and it's not a good uncomfortable. I know people are like, oh, it's different. It's cool. It's edgy. No, it's none of those things. It's it an feels weird. It's awkward. Uncomfortableness. Right. Yeah, it's just awkward because your first thought is like, oh, what are they doing here? Like, what are, they, you know, why is Becky coming out while Braun's out? And it's like, oh, they're just going to the next segment. So it just, it, it just but, throws um, you off. It, it does, it doesn't add to it. No, it doesn't. So, yeah. But you were saying about the match. Yeah. Lacey's match. Yeah, Lacey's match. Again, sweet ass punch that girl's got. Um, 
sweet punch. Um, and I liked her finish at the end. Came out of nowhere. I didn't know she can do that um, off the top. But uh, yeah, the match is not about the finish, right? It's about what Joe's did you do during the match. And, uh, you know, she's, I'm guessing, nervous or I don't know what. She seemed to be really good within her character, though, didn't she? Um, doing her yeah, it worked. stuff and wiping her sweat and doing all that crap that she does a thousand different times that we warned would be very difficult to pull off in the middle of a match. Um, but she's athletic. She's an athletic stud. You can see that much. She's just super green. And then Natalie's the type of person she should be paired up with and married to on the road religiously yeah. for six straight yeah. months. It, it kind of looked like Natalia got hurt when uh, Lacey hit her finisher. I don't know if she was just selling. Oh, but my it, God. Her knee hit her boot, like her boob area, like for real. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, oh, crap, I hope she didn't pop it or break it. Seriously. Yeah, yeah that looked like it hurt. So hopefully Natalia's okay. But, yeah. Uh, Lacey, she, I mean, she has that star quality. You know, you can see what Vince, yeah. you know, sees in her. Um, she's green. Uh, she needs work. And, yeah, like what, what Matt said, working with Natalia can only, uh, can only help her out. Yeah, and she kept the gimmick during the match. Matt, when you were doing the stutter gimmick, were you, did you think, mm -hmm. even give one thought to that gimmick in the middle of a match? I did. I really? did. And would it kill my heat? I'd be tossing, go back to watch my first match with Zack Ryder debuting it on MSG when I debuted the character. I'm like stuck, like stuck stuttering in the middle of, of my match with him. I close on him from behind and I'm like, no, what? You know what I mean? Like stupid <laughs> shit like that, which completely kills your heat. Your monster. Uh, yeah. Heat. Now that's me doing it, which I shouldn't have been doing in that moment. Nobody told me to, but they told me to make it yours. You know what I mean? And figure out how to do. It. Nobody gave me any direction really with it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because with but I'm saying not a lot of performers do that. I think with Lacey's night, that really came off that she was really, really selling that throughout the match. That's where she looks like a million bucks is in her ability to keep that going. But yeah, her in-ring work just needs a little bit of polish. Yeah, which she'll have. She'll get yeah. that. She's got star star potential, and that finisher. She's just got to be careful with it. But it, uh, it it looks awesome. She needs to keep that. Like seriously, now, I hope not didn't get hurt. Uh, but I hope this girl keeps that finisher. That is impressive. Yeah, absolutely. So after that, uh, we did also see a graphics night. Recapping. Wait, 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 did we skip? We didn't get talk about the Becky promo. Oh, okay, yeah. go for it. Which part? Uh, just in general, uh, what do you guys think as far as you know? Why am I not remembering? Yeah, I have no recollection of this except her talking in Italian. Yeah. She was, yeah, yeah. She was in, you know, uh, she was talking about how she knew women that haven't been used well would be coming after her, yada, yada, yada. Um, and, you know, with Natalia, she'd be happy to give her a title shot, that kind of stuff. Uh, called Rhonda Weirdo. But um, I don't know. I just felt like she needs, she's losing some of that heat. I feel like she needs, they need to. Mount Everest. We we see the finish of her story, Garage. The rod the, the finish. She's achieved the finish. She won both titles. That's what everyone wanted to see. So now yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. you gotta do something. I mean, with Austin, you don't just that's, stop when you want the you know when he no, beats you. Right. You're right. And that's their job. Yeah. You're right. We we've talked about this before, but it's that Rocky syndrome, like the beginning of Rocky Three, and he's doing exhibitions against Thunderlips because people are in it for the struggle and the chase. You cool off a lot once you're at the top of that mountain. 
Or unless you're given something interesting, like Hogan, you know, when he won the belt, he, you know, you keep bringing him challengers and feeding him enemies. Stop talking about making history. I think people are kind of sick of that. Give her a heated opponent, you know, with, with Lacey. If, if that's the way you're going, have Lacey just really do something dastardly to her. So, you, you know, you could like really get that program going. Cause right now yeah. it just feels like she's, it's cooling off. And, and I feel like they need to do something to get that momentum, keep that momentum on her. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, in the recap graphic, they showed Eric Young is coming over to Raw. People are speculating Sanity might be breaking up, but we could learn that Sanity is coming with him. Maybe they just didn't make the graphic. Uh, we'll know I more think, if, again, if Sanity was coming, he, they would have been on. I mean, they could announce it later. Remember, they do that supplemental draft later, usually after yeah, after the shakedown. But yeah, if it's just Eric Young, it's looking bad for Dane and Wolf. Um, but good for Eric Young. We'll see, unless he's just got main event duty. I mean, hopefully they do something with him. But, you know, his size is, again, on Raw, you got so many big guys that I could see Eric Young getting lost in the shuffle quick. How many years was Alexander Wolf in NXT? I remember seeing him pre-sanity on a house show like in 2015, I'd have to say. So it's amazing that they came up with that gimmick. They got it massively over in NXT. They got the championships. They get called to the main roster. And, I mean... Before this latest round in EC3, they were probably treated the worst of any main roster call-up. Yeah, they just were never given anything from the beginning. Um, they beat the New Day right off the bat, and then they were losing the New Day within a couple weeks, and that was kind of it. Then they, I saw uh, them at the World Collide Show. Yeah. Yeah. And at the World Collide Show, and Dane lost a lot of weight. Yeah, and I mean, health-wise, that's good. Um, I have to health purposes i was gonna say the same exact thing and that's great but i liked his gimmick i liked him that he was shaped differently yeah he just kind of looks like another guy and like just a uh, you know, monster right and gosh you guys remember that war games match uh not the one last year but the year before which i thought was the best one and killian dane was the the star of that match it was it's just yeah it's unfortunate to see you know where they're at now but you know you can't push everyone and not not all NXT's uh, gimmicks translate, and you know, Sanity wasn't really that over from when they first came on the roster. No. I don't know. I would think if you're at the top level of NXT earning, it wouldn't be such a bad gig to gig. stay in NXT. You know, probably not. If they can get a, t- a TV deal with FS1, um, and you're re- starting to get like real national exposure. Hell yeah, I'd stay in NXT than rather what you know Tyler Breeze and and some of these guys are doing. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we got more of those Bray Wyatt vignettes tonight. We got the creepy buzzard puppet in the box again, and then we got the creepy doll. I guess um, is that supposed to be Sister Abigail? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows, Raj? That was really broke looking. Yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a point in time where they were going to bring the sister mm-hmm. Abigail gimmick in. Yes, remember the the promo with Bray with the Lale, uh, the Lacey no, 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 an actual uh, female. Oh, that's right. Abigail. Yeah, the indie wrestler who then applied for the trademark. Yeah, yeah, we we have an interview with her and, and where she's talking about it. And she showed like uh, she has a, a video on our YouTube channel. If you search for Sister Abigail, you can see like what she had in mind for the character. It's kind of cool. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with it. Bray's got a lot of potential still. They've just never never quite known uh, what to do with him. Then the main event. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and their mystery uh, 
team member tonight, AJ Styles, is moving to Monday Night Raw. First time since the brand extension back in 2016. How do you think the crowd reaction was to that, to, to being AJ? Not Matt? good enough. Not good enough. Um, yeah. And then during the match, during the hot tags, um, in general, they were not hot enough, in my opinion. I would have been going bananas. I, I don't get why they weren't. Um, the only thing I can think of is that they don't watch SmackDown, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think AJ's cooled a little bit over the last, you know, last six months or so. He's he's cooled. Um, I think, I mean, when he was at his hottest, really, as far as reactions and stuff went, I thought was when he was a heel feuding with Roman Reigns and Cena. Um, that's when, like, I thought he was getting, like, those superstar reactions. So, man, I think a, a heel AJ Styles, a babyface Seth Rollins, I mean, that's – how awesome would that be? Amazing. That's a, a great WrestleMania match. I'd pay to see it. Yeah. I mean, when when you're looking at the talent that they have there as far as potential WrestleMania matches, I'm sure they they want Roman in there somewhere. But AJ and Seth seems like a just a, a dream match. I hope they don't do that early. Great. They have a lot of footage of those two wrestling, too, in the Indies beforehand, which is cool. Yeah, it's but you know really how they didn't use any of like AJ and Nakamura's history with their build? It, well, why do that? Well, let's be honest. What was their history, really? He was there in Japan for, like, what, a year or two years? Yeah, but they had that like really iconic match at the Tokyo Dome. Do you think they're going to promote that? No. Yeah, no. But, but I'm hoping that they, they've already put a lot of that, not a lot, but they put footage of it in their each other's uh, DVDs. Yeah. Um, I hope that they can play off that very easily. But yeah, absolutely. Major matches, those two. Mm-hmm. And talking about that's more time they could have spent kicking each other in the groin. So, you know. <laughs> and then AJ versus Roman, we know they have awesome matches. I, I yeah. mean, it, it just opens up a lot of possibilities. And then who's yeah. that upper echelon, the main event matches? Great. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But tonight, AJ got the phenomenal forearm and then pinned Bobby Lashley. Uh, we'll see. I, I kind of think Baron Corbin should go to SmackDown tomorrow. I think that would be a good move. Yeah. I mean, they need people for Rollins to feud with. And <laughs> right true. now, you kind of just have Drew and Baron. I mean, really, who else do you got right now? I guess you can, and Lashley, I guess, um, even though he hasn't been booked as strong, you know, the last month. So I don't know. Who else do you got? Mm. Yeah, SmackDown is, uh, they've got to replenish it. People seem to think Roman's going to SmackDown tomorrow. That's what I, that's what I tweeted. Yeah. That's so you're the source of that rumor and speculation, Raj. Wow, that'd you. be pretty big. Pretty big. <laughs> this, uh, and just, just my guess. That would be huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. Because they need a big name on SmackDown. And again, you don't want the ratings to fall anymore. You want it to keep it steady or try to build it up. So when you move to Fox, it's not as big a, a climb to get people to watch SmackDown, especially when it's moving to a Friday night. Um, so, you know, Roman, someone saying Braun, you know, you, you need a couple big names to move over. I'm moving Braun. What's now that? that? I'm moving Braun over now that they've got, what's his name there? Um, the NXT call-up, what's his name? Um, Lars. Uh, Lars. Yeah, I can see it. And then, you know, with Roman and 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 uh, if you have Braun and you, well, with Roman, you got, you know, matches with Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton's fresh again. It's uh, yeah, it freshens things up for sure. And I think on the women's division. So it's interesting. Naomi being the move tonight, Lacey Evans settling in. Um, we'll see what they're going to do with the SmackDown women's division tomorrow. Maybe we'll have some more guidance. 
But yeah, Ronda Rousey has been on social media talking about her impregnation vacation she's on. So as we speculated last week, she's wasting no time. Maybe she's like, I got to get back by WrestleMania 36. Got to get this baby in me now and out of me by then. She called it herself that? (laughs) Hashtag impregnation vacation. Oh, my God. I hope she realizes it's not necessarily that easy for everyone. Like it's not like I plan <laughs> to have a baby guy. next week. <laughs> I took a baby in my 14 years. Like yeah. Ronda's I mean, made I, some assumptions before. Uh, when she got in trouble with all that gritty kitty stuff. I mean, she makes a lot of generalizations about how she thinks the female biology works based on how she believes hers works. Who knows? She could be in for a bit of a wake-up call. Yeah, I mean, you you know, I I have I've had many friends who've had to do IBF multiple times. <laughs> it's not, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not as it's not like you choose when you, exactly when. I mean, you can try. Me and my wife and I got lucky, but um, I always like that man. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, yeah, I I, I think uh, it's a weird thing to announce. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so weird, right? I mean, think about all the things that we're used to commenting on, Raj, in this business. You know, did you ever think that the top female athlete in MMA and now professional wrestling, you'd be writing stories about her <laughs> attempts to conceive? Yeah. It, it could be a weird business to write about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we will right. see what happens there. I'm sure she'll tell us the, you know, the second. Second, we're she knows, right? Vacation, and we're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, uh, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully it does work out, and it, it does yeah. happen quick. And, and yeah, <laughs> we and shall see. Um, what else is going on in the world of professional wrestling and sports entertainment? Dean Ambrose appeared after Raw again. He, 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 this is the longest goodbye I've ever seen. <laughs> Sunday night, special Sunday, on the network. Yeah, Sunday night. Uh, so, yeah, they're booked on house shows this weekend. Uh, I think they're booked. Is next is next week? We're already getting close to May. Uh, but I think next week is when he's actually finishing up. So, yeah, they, they, they're doing a house show this Sunday, and they're filming it for the network. So it's the Shield's real last time together, um, at least on TV. So that's going to be this Sunday. I still don't believe he's done until we see him show up somewhere else. There's really no payoff right now for if he's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he needs to go away to make that payoff work, right? Oh, you mean you think he's just taking time off? Yeah, he's leaving, but he's not gone, gone. Yeah. Especially with Bobby, the way they set that up, maybe, potentially. There could be something like if Roman and Seth, I don't know. How often do they follow up with stuff like that? Like they Lashley injured Kevin Owens and they did nothing with that when he came back. They never follow up with that. Back in the day in the 80s, they totally would. That's why they're hiring a continuity person now. Yeah, that's right. They're hiring, that? hiring a continuity. They've hired continuity people before. And I'm sure they're the first people that quit. It doesn't last long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on with that? So speaking of uh, creative, so Road Dog is no longer head writer of SmackDown. He's going to have a new position in the company. Yeah, he's going to have a new position in the company. But yeah, he's no longer the the co-head writer of, of SmackDown. Who is? Yeah. So it was him and Ryan Ward. So I guess Ryan Ward is being promoted. I don't know who's joining him. It's, you know, he was kind of like the unofficial co-head writer. So. Wasn't he the one who wrote really well for NXT? Ryan Ward, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. 
But supposedly Road Dog got frustrated with Vince rewriting everything. I bet he's super creative, you guys. Super creative. Well, it sucks when you come up with good stuff and then it's just yeah. overwritten, you know? Yeah, I bet. It takes a long time. Yeah. So yeah, what was it, reading the accounts of it that he would spend hours on Skype calls with Vince, like video conferencing with Vince, breaking uh, SmackDown, figuring out what it was going to be, traveling to the offices in Stanford, traveling on the road, and then the day of the show, Vince dismantles and rewrites the entire thing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then one of the NXT writers almost was fired, but quit before he could get fired because Bret Hart mentioned Vince McMahon in his speech, in his Hall of Fame speech. Wait, and, what? And Vince blew a gasket, yeah. Because there's that rule, like, you don't mention Vince. I mean, DX did a whole segment on it, mentioning Vince like 30 times. But, uh, yeah, you're not supposed to mention his name. Brett worked, you know, all the Hall of Fame speeches, they have, like, a, a writer who's kind of like a producer who works with the, the talent lost his job because of that? No, well, he says he quit before he was fired. But, yeah, it was he was, guys, he was getting chewed out over it. That's ridiculous. It's Slow your roll, dude. Like, they're trying to give you, like, props. What is this phony don't give me props crap? It's it's just you tell any normal person this, and it just would blow their mind. It's and it's not humble. That's it's 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 a fake. That's fake humble is what that is. That's not right. real humble. That's fake humble. And that's a shame because Vince is a normal. I swear to you guys, he's as normal as normal get when you talk to him. I just I don't get that. I don't get that gimmick. I don't get that rule. I'm hoping that's just ex greatly exaggerated by people. And just uh, just the different words you can't say, and the, the, the you saw that list that they handed out to press. Uh, so they handed like the mayor uh, when they did the WrestleMania announcement, or uh, maybe the governor, where it's like, don't refer, don't ever, don't say you were a wrestling fan. You say I was a fan of sports entertainment. You don't refer it to it as World Wrestling Entertainment. You refer to it as WWE. They had this list of rules. If you if you search on the site, you'll find it, and it's just like, oh my god, like you're sending this to like politicians. Uh, when they're doing their speech, it got leaked to the press as they published it in the newspaper. But good God, it's just no, nutty. That is nutty. First of all, first of all, be happy that local leader is even saying that he watches your shit at all. First and foremost, <laughs> right? <laughs> he says your name correctly. Doesn't say WWF. That's what you should yes, be worried yes. about. I could see that. Like, yeah, don't say WWF. It's WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, not World Wrestling Federation. That makes sense. But when you're saying they can't mention the name of the company, they can't say World Wrestling Entertainment. They have to say WWE. It's it's just like good God. Oh my God. This business, man. This business. Uh, let's wrap this up for tonight. We're going to be back tomorrow with SmackDown Live, the Superstar Shakeup, talking about that right when it goes off the air on the East Coast. So be sure to join us then. Matt Morgan, anything you want to plug before we take this home? No. Okay, Raj, what's coming up on the website? Tons of great stuff, tons of great interviews. Uh, we got uh, Marty Janetti just really <laughs> opened up about a ton of stuff, talking about uh, blowing his big WWE contract that he got after a match with Kurt Angle that he had. Uh, you know, his history with Shawn Michaels. So, ton of great stuff. Um, we got tons of big interviews this week. Uh, David Arquette, Mr. Anderson, um, and a bunch of bunch of others. So, uh, definitely check that out. Nice. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. I appreciate a follow there. I live tweet along with WWE programming, and we'll see you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.